here's the tea. You take three weeks off podcasting, you still don't get any better. You don't. Not at all. Oh, my God. If uh, you could have just heard us uh, as we tried to intro, <laughs> intro that last uh Here's that last the thing. Take. Here's We are... Oh, wait, you're interrupting me. I <laughs> I am. Here's the thing. My fucking ass disappeared for three weeks, and I came back to a review for the show that was like, Katie, Kenny, Katie, we love the show. It's really great. Um, one note, though. Katie, if you could stop interrupting Kenny. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm aware that I do that. It's like a conversational podcast, and I feel like we interrupt each other, and it's like a thing. Yeah, it's real life. But I'm now I'm paranoid, and now like I'm afraid I'm going to be counting like a full three seconds after uh, you finish speaking to like say something. Please don't. It's going to be a lot of dead air in this episode, kind of like the past three weeks, or like at the start of the show when I used to have to like edit out all of your ums. Yeah. And just edit out all of the three seconds. I don't know if I quit saying um or if you just quit editing it out. Um, I think it's a little bit of both, actually. Okay. I think a little bit of both. I think there was some growth on your end mm-hmm. uh, and a little less end. give a fuck on mine. <laughs> so we met each other in the middle. Yeah. Which I, was great. I'm, I'm fucking nervous. I, I just interrupted you again and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to podcast anymore. I'm broken. I've been broken. I'm just going to sit here quietly while you tell me stories. How about that? No, don't do that <laughs> to they, me. Would they like no. that? You know I'm not funny on my own. I can't <laughs> do that. You are funny on your own. <laughs> don't disparage yourself. <laughs> Except for that's what this show is about. Yeah, so if we're not disparaging is. ourselves, we don't really have a brand. So <laughs> No, we don't. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a business. <laughs> we do. <laughs> We do, you know, and we also have a tax return to file. But anyway, that's the administration corner, and that's not a fun place to be. Thanks, everybody, for hanging the fuck around. Yeah, definitely. Um, Appreciate you. uh, You know, like, we've had to take a sabbatical. Yeah, I and it's mostly me. I mean, I appreciate you using the royal we there. I love you for it, but... I, I broke the fuck down, guys. I And I'm not going to get super into it, like, on the show, uh, but I got a bunch of family stuff going on, and it's not a great time, and we talk about mental health a lot on the show, and sometimes, um, you know, you, you have to put your mental health first, and even though I missed you guys uh, on the show and in the Facebook group, it was really important to kind of take a step back. Make sure that the mental stuff is not on fire and driving off a cliff. And um, well, it's always on fire and driving off a cliff. Y- well, yeah, it's always on fire. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if we could drive it off a smaller cliff. Yeah, um, down the road instead of off the cliff. Just stay on the road. Yeah. It's fine if it's on fire. Just stay on the road. <laughs> so I've been uh, doing therapy and trying to like get myself together so that's been uh that's been really good but just to anybody who's like struggling with mental illness or with just just with keeping your mental health together because sometimes it's really fucking hard depending on what life throws at you Mm -hmm. um because it knows a fucking lot of combinations it is like fucking street fighter in this bitch sometimes but um Take the time that you need um, to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, every fucking thing else falls apart. 
Case in point. <laughs> My life. My life. A case study. Yeah, yeah. And then meanwhile, I'm just over here like... Uh, Worried. <laughs> I'm like over here like, pay no attention to the woman <laughs> behind the curtain. Yeah. I'm like, hey. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> having your own struggles. Having my own struggles. Yeah. yeah. We we don't want to make a habit out of it, but at the same time, you know, we don't mince. Um, we, we don't. Actually. We don't um, pretend to be professionals around here. And if we need to take a step back for mental health, then we will. But we'll try to, like, fucking keep you in the loop next time. How about? Um, no, but it. it I did want to say, and I'm sorry. I tried to collect my thoughts on this, but they're, I just okay, didn't want to so, seem fake. Uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, what I was gonna say was something like while all of like while we were taking our sabbatical and all of that. Um, do you know the Dolan twins? Have you ever heard of them? Uh-uh. Like social media, they do a lot of videos on YouTube. They're twins uh-huh. or whatever. They do a lot of videos with like Jeffrey Star and all of that. Oh. But like every day or, or every like. Uh, Tuesday, they had always, like, they had been uploading videos every Tuesday for years. They have, like, 10.6 million subscribers, all of this stuff, we stand all of this a content. Queen. And, you know, they sat down recently, like, while we were having our sabbatical, and I just sort of related to it a little bit because they talked about, like, because they decided to stop doing weekly videos. Because mm-hmm. um, they had been uploading consistently on Tuesdays for, like, five years. Um, and they just talked a lot in their video about, like, the pressure it is to, like, you know, always be on and always uh, upload new content and sort of meet fans' expectations and all of that every week. And I just found it, um, I don't know, I just related to it a little bit because, I mean, no, we haven't been fucking that consistent for five years. <laughs> we are not a consistent um, queen. But... Uh, that still doesn't make it any less relevant. We really want to make sure that we keep it, keep the show about how, about what we started. How? Fuck. You're doing great. (laughs) You're doing really great. I was going great and then it just happened. But like keeping to our roots. See, that's what what happens when I don't interrupt him. What you don't understand is that that's how we thrive. We have to interrupt each other because sometimes we start a sentence and we don't know where it's fucking going. (laughs) That's true. And we just like the other one just innately swoops in. Yeah, that's true. You think I'm cutting him off, but he has no words left to say to you. (laughs) Like, honestly, it's not there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's fact. That's fact. Um, but, but I do appreciate your point, though, um, and th- that's kind of what I was, like, getting at or trying to find a way to get at, um, is that while we do, we want to be respectful of our audience, we know that you guys, you know, look forward to the episodes on Wednesdays and want to listen, and, um, you know, we're really grateful that you, you know, that we're what you listen to in the car or when you're folding laundry or when you're at work or whenever you listen to us. Fucking jerking off right please listen to us while you're fucking i mean i don't it's weird i don't know how you're gonna i don't know how that's gonna work out for you but if you can i'm or if you do send us an email (laughs) on heartpodcast at gmail.com that dot mov file anyway we want to be respectful of your time um and you know give you consistent content that is of the caliber that you that you want as as a as a podcast, as a business, as whatever. And we respect that that is part of it. So we don't want to just like total like 
mental health rain check you all the time. But at the same time, we both do this. You know, this is not the way that we earn a living. We both do it because we love it. We love you guys. We love our community. And we really care about it. And we do bring our whole heart. We, you know, we joke all the time when we're recording episodes, but we really do bring our whole heart every episode. And if we're in a place mentally um, where or emotionally or what have you where we can't do that, we would rather not record than fake it or, you know, push out crap to you guys because we feel like shit. Because if we feel like shit, it's going to come through yeah, like shit. Yeah. And we don't want to peddle that to you guys. We want to either be here with everything we got or or not at all. Or nothing so, at all. <laughs> um, but we will, you know, that said, I know we kind of didn't necessarily give a lot of great heads up this past time and we will try to make that part smoother if we had a fucking assistant who was level-headed that'd be great but we don't have that so yeah that's what Uh, i mean we've got our great murder mod squad that's true but Um, we can't put that on them they didn't ask for that (laughs) they didn't they didn't ask for any of this did they no not at all Oh, gosh. (laughs) So with that said, um, we kind of want to set the expectation that for the next little bit, as we continue to deal with um, everything that we're dealing with right now. um, Because it's not over. Yeah. um, We're going to commit to releasing episodes every other week for you guys. And if we're able to sit down and record kind of in the interim, then we'll drop things on the feed as we're able to. Um, But you will definitely get an episode, a brand new full length episode of the show every other week. Patreon content will be back up and steady um, because I know we feel really bad about that. Patreon, you're getting some extra shit this month. Um, it's just gonna gonna all be dumped on you at once. So hope you're fucking ready. A big for that. old shit. <laughs> hope you caught up on all your other podcasts because we're gonna dump a bunch of shit all on top your other of you. podcasts that uh, are regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine like we've had uh, really bad diarrhea. Yeah. And then, like you just this... had a blockage. Yeah, it's about to just. Yeah, it's gonna be the um the enema podcast. Oh. That's a section of Pornhub you it's don't want to go down. It's a weird corner. I've been there. Um, <laughs> anyway. Speaking, um, have you ever heard of milk enemas? No. Don't ever look it up. I mean, it kind of just sounds like. It's exactly what it sounds like. Really? Yes. Oh, it's literal. Yeah. Why would they use milk? I don't know. What's the upside? I think it's a visual thing. It's oh, really it just weird. looks like semen? Yeah. I, think it's I mean, a, just use semen. Okay, well, (laughs) all right. So what are we talking about today? Well, I know it's been a while since we've done this, you see. But usually on this show, before I interrupt you, uh, we light a candle. Oh, yes. Actually, we usually light a few. And today, we actually have a very special candle that we are lighting uh, that we have waited a long time to light because we wanted to light it on the show live with you guys. So our girl, Ashley, um, she listened to the show, Ashley W., she's a listener and a supporter, uh, and she has a candle company. We love a candle company. We stand Indie a candle company. Uh, what do you call them? Chan- chandeliers? Candeliers. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of chandeliers. I don't personally Chandlers. own any. I, I have way more candles than I have chandeliers, but <laughs> candlers? No, there's a chandelier. Okay, yes, candle makers. Are they I- called chandeliers? Is that a thing? Yes, I'm. Hold on. There's no way. Uh, no, I'm telling you, there is. Hold on. Okay. Anyway, so we, um, our friend Ashley, uh, who has been a longtime supporter of the show, sent us some candles from her candle company that she has started called Candles with Intentions. You can find them on Facebook. Um, just search Candles with Intentions. And she is making these gorgeous. Um, candles with, I mean, it's literally what it sounds like, candles with intention. So she has all different kinds. Um, the one that she sent us was Season of Changes. Um, and it's, oh my God, it sounds delicious. The ingredients are orange, cinnamon, nutmeg, bay leaf, him, and pink Himalayan rock salt. And Season of Changes helps place intentions on prosperity uh, money, attraction, luck, success, protection, and grounding. So, girl, we fucking need this. Oh, girl. We need yes. some grounding. We need some protection. We need some luck and some success. And, hey, girl, a little coin would not be bad either. Yeah. Uh, Chandler. Yes, a Chandler. Chandler? A dealer in household items such as oil, soap, paint, and groceries. Also, a person who makes and sells candles. <laughs> Oil, soap, paint, and groceries. Groceries. What do they just haul all that through the street? And they're like, "Hey, hey, y'all need oil, any house soap, paint? paint, groceries." Amazing. <laughs> all those things don't. What seem do you like do for? What do you do for a living, sir? I deal groceries. I deal in groceries. Grocer. Oh, so you're a grocer? No, I deal in groceries. Okay. <laughs> Lock the door. Yes. Anyway, so we have been waiting forever to light Ashley's candle because we wanted to do it on the show with you guys. So we are going to light this gorgeous thing now. I really can't express to you how gorgeous her candles are. You need to go to her page and look at pictures of her candles. They're gorgeous. She finds like unusual uh, containers. Like I think she has some um, right now in some um, Samhain uh, cider glasses, like antique glass yeah, drinking like, glass i like the stuff she puts in them too so like the mm-hmm. the quartz will go in it or bay leaf mm-hmm. or whatever so that's really cool it's very cool it's very cool it's very witchy and we know that she puts her whole art into everything that she does with her candles too so it's always great to be able to shout out um somebody who you know is like really um She's not doing this to make a quick buck. She is like really into her candles and she puts her whole self into it. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's really sweet. So thank you so much for the candles, Ashley. And we are lighting this one for you, girl. For you. And as a celebration of our reuniting. Yes. And for October. Fuck yeah, October. Ooh, that's a fresh wick, girl. Girl, you know we love a virgin wick. She is burning bright and beautiful and all through the night, girl. (laughs) Yes. She's so pretty. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's going to smell amazing. Yes. Totally. 
All right. Well, now that our path is lit. Oh, yes, I do believe you were talking. You said that the candles is is very witchy. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that is the subject of our episode today. Don't talk about another witch that another was up witch. to no fucking good, y'all. <laughs> and they wished her ass would shut up. <laughs> well, I guess they wished my ass would shut up, too. Technically. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then you gave it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Preemptively. <laughs> no, we're talking a big old baddie. You may have heard of her. She is the Bell Witch. She bad. She bad. <laughs> what was that song? I don't know. I don't know that one. Um, I can't. There was one. There was some like early two thousands like rap song that was like she bad, or maybe it was like a sample you that they threw. Always in on a bunch know of stuff. those like random early two thousands yeah. rap songs, and I'm like, fuck yeah, girl, I, still I have no to clue. Them. I'm like, I don't know these things. <laughs> Yeah, I still listen to him. But now I'm thinking about my chick bed. My chick hood. My witch bed. My, oh God. We're talking about the Bell Witch. <laughs> in, in case you were wondering. Yes, the Bell Witch. Um, so I do believe I, I, I've discovered, rediscovered my notes for this. <laughs> <laughs> a rediscovering. A, a fresh awakening, if you will. Um, I don't remember, uh what i wrote so we're just gonna we're just gonna jump right in because i do believe i do you have you have notes right i do i actually had a poem that i was gonna start us off with well why don't you start us out out with that poem you know how i love a poem yes uh so this is um you're doing great sorry (laughs) this is echoes of the bell witch in the 20th century um from H.C. Brem. In the howling wind and the lightning's flash, the drumming rain and the thunder's crash, the fire's burned low and the lamps are out. It's time for Kate to move about. Above Red River on the bluff's high path, when the thunder's quiet, you can hear her laugh. With now and a loud, long shout, Kate wants all to know she's still about. No sleep for the children as they shiver with fear and listen for the sounds they hope they won't hear. No whispering or talking as they lie in doubt. For at times like this, Kate walks about. Kate laughs and cackles and the children play dead. With a jerk, all the covers fly off the bed. The children shiver and some cry out. This usually happens when Kate's about. When at daylight and the thunders grow faint and the children feel they are rid of the haunt, with crackling laughter and a frightening shout, Kate lets everyone know that she's still about. I'm sorry, is that a poem about you? I kind of relate. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's way too close to like... Everything that we were just talking about. <laughs> yeah, today we're talking about Katie. And a cackling laugh. <laughs> the Bell Witch herself. Mm-hmm. Great name, girl. Uh-huh. I respect it. Yeah, we do. We love that name. We love it. We love it. 
All right, so uh, let's let's dive right on in. So the Bell Witch has inspired the horror genre for decades. Mm-hmm. So let's think about all the way back up to the Poltergeist mm-hmm. and Amityville with themes of grave disturbance uh, and also my stomach, which has <laughs> literally just decided to uh, make an appearance on this podcast. Um <laughs> From uh, The Blair Witch, and even all the way up to uh, our most recent film, The Witch. <laughs> the Witch. The Witch. The Witch. Now, one of the most notable direct references to this story, of course, is in a, An American Haunting, which was released back in 2005, uh, starring the great Donald Sutherland and my favorite prom queen, Sissy Spacek. I didn't realize that movie was like so long ago. It's like almost 15 years now. Shit. So we've seen uh, TV shows about this, documentaries, uh, ghost hunters exploring the Bell Witch Cave. Uh, This is honestly one of those amazing stories that has that particular type of longevity that uh, sort of um, uh, resurfaces every Mm. so often in our media. Well, it's... A lot of people consider it to be America's greatest ghost story because mm. it it involves because it's real, a great ghost story because it's a real good one and it's ours. I tell you what, I saw that witch in that cave. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of there, you know. Whenever and we see this when we do our episodes across the pond um, on various like UK hauntings or you know when we did the whole episode on on Edinburgh's vaults. Um, there's a, no shortage of material for ghost stories um, across the pond, but here in the in the states, there's a lot less, um, I guess, substantiated eyewitness accounts, and that's probably because like witch fever didn't hit us as hard over here in the states. I mean, the people of Salem would have something to say about that, but that was really the Salem witchcraft trials um, and and all of that that took place was on the tail end of the witch panic Mm -hmm. um the global witch panic and we actually talk about that a little bit in our episode on the witch trials um that that was kind of riding along on the coattails of the witch hysteria as that was ending in europe um yes but to a lot of folks they consider the bell witch to be our sort of big haunting story because it involved real people and it was really thoroughly substantiated by multiple eyewitness accounts mm-hmm. and there were affidavits that were written there were manuscripts that were written by people who experienced this haunting firsthand yes. and it's it's not folks trying to downplay their experience it's people you know um i guess there wasn't there either wasn't a fear of judgment or what was happening was so weird that it like transcended any fear of judgment mm-hmm. that eyewitnesses had. Um, so this is generally considered to be a pretty solid ghost story. Although, of course, there's always skeptics. Oh, yes. And I do believe we have a very uh, um, notable eyewitness that we'll get into in the story a little bit later. Uh, but in speaking about the story... Stories often, or what happens uh, as it goes from word of mouth, especially in small towns, uh, and as time goes, uh, the story, as so does the story, uh, then the story sort of becomes legend, uh, 
So what is the story of the Bell Witch? And that's what we're here for today, folks. <laughs> You're probably like, would you please just fucking just tell me the story? Me what is the fucking story? Stop Instead of telling around. me the fucking significance of the story, if you could just tell me the story, that'd be fabulous. Listen, you're going to listen to every single fucking thing I have to say, and you're going to listen to me say it in this voice, and you're going to like it, because that's what you're here for. We're back in your holes, <laughs> and you're going to like it. Anyway, so the story begins in the late 18th slash early 19th century and centers around a particular family. Can you guess their name? Uh, Bell? Bell. Oh. Hales Bales. You got it right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> the Bales. Now, the Bales were originally from North Carolina, but had moved to the Tennessee area in the 1800s uh, to Red River, Tennessee, which is now called Adams, Tennessee. Do you know why? It was called Red River? No. Do you know why they renamed it to Adams, Tennessee? I don't know. Do you know, like, I wasted the most time when we were researching this topic trying to figure out why Red River, Tennessee was renamed to Adams. Because I feel like Red River is, like, so much fucking cooler, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Probably you, some asshole you... just bought the town and then he renamed it after himself. After himself? Yeah. If you're from like Tennessee a, and you know why Red River, Tennessee was renamed to Adams, Tennessee, if you fucking live there, some fucking send us an email Thomas at the Podcast at gmail.com. Thomas Adams came in and he's like, I, Thomas Adams, will rename this Red River, John Tennessee. Adams. After yeah, he was I was going to go John, but like, then I was like, went on down, <laughs> bought a town in Tennessee. I was going to go John, but then I was like, let me just go Thomas. <laughs> But what I found when I was researching um, why it was renamed unsuccessfully, um, it is like 45 minutes outside of Nashville, which I didn't realize when we first started researching this story. Oh, snap. And I'm going to be in Nashville like next week. <laughs> Bitch ain't going to have no time to go 45 minutes outside of Nashville. But I'm kind of like, I, I'm there for a work conference, but I'm like, could we shave like two hours off of one day and just kind of gone out in the dark you just dip out early you know if you live in nashville haunted heart fans and you want to pick me up and take me out to a uh, fucking haunted ass place in the night just let me know okay but let's let's just okay all right well no, no we're not gonna just let anybody do that <laughs> Just clarify. No, we may have a particular set of people that we could trust with that. From we might our need Facebook a scanned group. copy of your license. Uh, yeah, we'll need a scanned copy of your license. Um, you know, we'll need a, 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 a semen sample just for our records. <laughs> just for our records. We just need it. But what if I'm a female? We still going to need a semen we'll sample. Need a se- um, just figure it out. <laughs> a- ask your friends, maybe. Ask your friends, primary care physician. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that's also a weird corner of Pornhub that oh I've yeah okay seen. uh i've heard about it <clears throat> people have told me <clears throat> about it um, yep. um okay but no if you are in nashville and you want to get together um let me know yeah hit up, hit without up the me instagram because <laughs> i won't Facebook, be there hit up the email. i mean you can come up you can fucking come but you have to take time off work which wouldn't be fun to you no so, also, now that we've made this whole circle and sorry. talking about why this fucking town has been renamed, which we still didn't get an answer to. This is to. probably why they hate me interrupting you. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm going to be in Nashville. <laughs> Fuck this guy. 
<laughs> if you want a sad drink with me. Just sad drink, yeah. Come on over. So we have the patriarch of this family, this Mr. John Bell. He was born in North Carolina and was um, an apprentice barrel maker. Um, really? Which was really interesting. Uh, um, an apprentice barrel. Like, you're not a, an actual barrel maker. You're an, an apprentice Well, what was, maker. do you know, was it whiskey barrels? Uh, fucking barrels. I don't know. Because, well, it actually, it, it does, um, it makes a difference. Like, it's actually really hard to make barrels. And you have to, like, work at it and, like, apprentice for a while. So it's actually not unusual that he would be an apprentice barrel maker because it, it's, it's like, really hard to become, like, I guess the head barrel maker in charge. Well, he know. said fuck that, and he turned to a farmer. So Yeah. <laughs> barrel making's fucking hard, dude. He was like, I'm done. You, you have to, like, get the tension right and, like, curve the boards he, right. It's painful. He didn't get the promotion, so he said, you know what? Two weeks. I'm he out. said, "I'm striking out on my own. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a farmer." He said he was gonna be a farmer. Yes, he did. I respect it. It's an enterprising spirit. He, yes, he did. Uh, so he became a farmer, married his wife Lucy, and uh, they had a very successful farm uh, in North Carolina, and decided they wanted to move their farm and business to good old Tennessee. Hmm. So that's what they did. I respect so, it. I respect both of those states. Now. In Tennessee, the Bells were just as successful. Uh, I believe he purchased land upwards to 320, like some odd acres is what Mm -hmm. I read. Mm -hmm. Um, Had a rather large cabin built for his family. So he was, (laughs) all right, Mr. Farmer, Mr. Man, you reaping and sowing. Providing. Providing. Doing it. He's a provider. He's a provider. That's what we we appreciate. he's, he's, He's trying. He's trying to provide. Trying to provide. He's an apprentice provider. I mean, I think he did pretty well. <laughs> He's an apprentice provider. I don't know. We have different definitions. He stands so well against Kate, did he? Mm, that's okay. Well, we'll get into that. Mm, a we'll provider would have handled that situation. <laughs> so one day while he was out providing, <laughs> uh, inspecting his crops, um, the story goes that he came across a very curious looking animal. Now, supposedly, the animal had uh, the body of a dog and the head of Katie. Um, huh. And it just screamed at him incessantly. <laughs> but it was really just me, like, wrapped in a lot of blankets, yes. having a nervous breakdown. It was a, it was an emotional Katie burrito. <laughs> and her head popped out, and she just gave him a fucking <laughs> chihuahua dog death stare. And, then, and that's how the legend began. That's how it end, ended. All right. See you next week. <laughs> That's folks. it. That's the haunted. That's it. No. Uh, so, no. It had the um, body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. And when he saw this creature, what did he do? Well, we're going to shoot it. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like body of a dog, head of a... I'm not expecting rabbit. Like, how did you... How did you know it wasn't just like a small dog? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just seems weird. Like, body of a dog, head of a bird. Okay, it's fucking strange, right? There's something afoot. Okay. Something's afoot yeah. with that. 
body of a dog, head of a rabbit, maybe it just has like deformed ears or like maybe something, you know, I don't know. Like a little cocker spaniel. Yeah, maybe something. it's a fucking cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor. T- I hope it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I hope it was some strange eldritch creature. <laughs> and yeah. not the sweet oh, God. dog. No, now you've got me thinking. Yeah, well, it's just like it's so like, un. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's ambiguous and it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Like it could be any number of things. Like right. it's not as like a stark contrast. Like, right. You Body know, of a dog, head of a snake. fucking ancient god. <laughs> Head of Cthulhu. Like, yeah, absolutely. Shoot no, away. No, yeah, definitely. Please, please, please shoot away. Um, So he shot at it. It went away or disappeared. Uh, and then later that evening, after his family sat down to dinner um, with a pot that did not consist of dog rabbits, too, because he couldn't, apparently he wasn't a great aim, uh, they started hearing things. Knocking and banging on the side of their house. And this continued for many nights. And every night the banging would get louder and louder and would be more frequent. I just want to know who was fucking up against their house because <laughs> uh, what's going on? <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. And John and his son and his sons would uh would leave the females in the cabin to go valiantly into the night uh, with their rifles to see what was going on. And I don't know about the Bell family, but for me, if uh, if the outside of the cabin's knocking, then uh, I'm going to tiptoe to my bedroom and hide under my safety blanket. I'm not going outside. Yeah. <laughs> well, men Turn were, off all the lights. Men were a different breed in that day, you know? Well, actually, you I think everybody was a different breed in that day. <laughs> like, everybody was fucking harder. Like, they didn't have deodorant. They didn't have floss. It was a tough what, time to be alive. Let me be alive. I would go and hide under my, wood, my woolen coverlet. <laughs> well, I mean, life was really hard, and life was maybe potentially so hard that maybe you weren't so worried that you would die like a horrible death. Maybe you or were that you would because it. you always died. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the fact that there was death all around just made you less afraid of. Yeah, it. yeah. You were just like, man, fuck this. I mean, I guess that I, I don't have to wake up and fucking work hard as hell tomorrow if I die in this mysterious accident. So let me just go outside. You know what I mean? I don't like, have I to go to work and be a fucking kind of apprentice barrel maker anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking catch this fucking communicable disease. Like, I, I think please. they were kind of on, on that vibe. Not that they wanted to die, but they were just, you know. Not necessarily. Yeah. There were there wasn't so much on the con someone's, side of dying. Someone sneezed and they were like, <sighs> <laughs> maybe they uh, maybe they had it right. Um. <laughs> no, I kid. Uh, so not long after that, things began to escalate, and the children began to complain of the sounds of rats gnawing at their bedposts. Which, yeah. if we think about the fact that this is a farm in the 1800s, then I'm, I don't know why that would be so concerning. I don't know. That's the one. That one get that one got me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, if it's not rats, though. Like, but more than likely what's it gnawing, would be. And what does it look like? when it's gnawing like you, that that's where my brain takes oh that. you know what it reminds me of like some creepy uh christmas demon creature that we talked about mm. like some like you know like pot liquor 
spoon mm-hmm. liquor. He's like, Bednar. Yeah, well, I think it taps into this, like, um, I think it was, it must have been Supernatural, the TV show. Um, no, it wasn't Supernatural. There was some, like, story at some point. It might have even been some made-up shit from when we were kids, but it was something about, like, um, actually, my grandfather may have made this up to scare me. It was, like, um, some creature or whatever that would lick your toes. Oh. At the end of the bed that would sit at the end of the bed and lick your toes. And there was some creepypasta that was about this kid who, like, um, was scared or something and like his dog like he locked himself in his room and then um, his dog was like licking his toes or licking his hand um, all night to like calm him down but when he woke up in the morning he realized that his dog was like downstairs outside so like what was licking his hand it was oh, a really no. dumb creepy poster but it hit me at the right moment and I was like what it, if something was just licking my toes? And I'm like, I'm not into foot stuff. So. That, that hit different. <laughs> it hit, it, yeah. It hits different when you're not really into the foot stuff. You know what I mean? Um, like, see, that would be bad for whoever was trying to do that. Because while, I mean, okay, foot stuff, meh. All right, whatever. I can. I mean, it doesn't meh. bother me, but I'm not but, into it. If you asked, I'd probably be like, okay, sure. But like, don't do it without asking. Uh, that's let's not get into the fact that. Your uh, your foray of almost being uh, caught into a foot fetish website. So. That's true. <laughs> I do. I have durable feet. It's true. I have tiny toes. See, I would kick them in the face because I get don't touch my feet because I get you know I, I can't yeah. I have a reaction. Well, they're take, they're sensitive. They're yeah. ticklish. So, all right. <laughs> they're like, God damn it! I really didn't miss this fucking podcast at all. Like I thought <laughs> I did. So, the boys would often complain that an invisible entity would rip their woolen coverlets. I just love that. I love a woolen coverlet. I like the way it sounded when I read it. It's almost time to get your woolen coverlet out of the uh, closet. (laughs) So, it would rip their coverlets off the bed in the middle of the night. Later on, the sounds of a weak old woman singing hymns began to fill their home. The spirit seemed to take a particular fancy to the Bell's daughter, Betsy. Betsy claimed that the entity would pull her hair, slap her, and leave all kinds of nasty marks over her body. That sucks for Betsy. Hey. Unless she, I mean. Maybe not. No, wait. Was she, maybe was it doesn't child. suck for Betsy. <laughs> I mean, she was probably a child, so we've got to like. That's true. I mean, 14, <laughs> though, in 1800s time is like. 37 now you know past her prime yeah honestly <laughs> honestly betsy take what you can get babe no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding uh, here's the thing about the bed covers though fuck that bed covers are off limits bitch this woolen cover that's an unwritten rule all the scary stuff has to stay on the other side of the woolen coverlet you can't touch my blanket i'm wrapped up in this blanket and it's my barrier of protection yeah that's true like fuck that whole ripping the covers off yeah of you. fuck that hole <laughs> no <laughs> and they toss their pillows on the floor yeah God, man that fucking it. sucks you fucking bitch it's probably like a straw God floor damn. or some shit it's dirty a straw bed got some sitting fucking on a fucking rats, straw yeah. floor <laughs> Fucking the only thing you have to fuck it probably wasn't even they probably didn't even have a woolen coverlet. They probably just covered in a fucking mound of dirt from the floor. I feel like we might be exaggerating how hard the eighteen hundreds were at this point. They weren't poor. Oh, he yeah, was an right. elder in the that's church. Right. Like they were fine. They were doing okay. They had a yeah. woolen coverlet. Yeah, yeah. So 
Now, originally, John had told his family to keep all of this hush-hush. He didn't want anyone to know what was going on because, you know, I mean, you're going to sound crazy. And, like, you just didn't want to sound crazy back then. Yeah, this is the point of the story where I was concerned that John was just beating his daughter. Like, I was alarmed. You know what? I thought the same thing, too. <laughs> you just don't say anything about about everything that's going on I, with I, the haunting, you know. <laughs> don't say anything about those scratches. Awkward. Okay. So, but it did reach a point where he had to share what was going on with his neighbor, James Johnston. Now, the Johnstons were very close with their neighbors. The sons played together. They had a very um, uh, dad's at the barbecue type relationship, from what I gathered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. Uh, Sorry, so, I thought it was in any window at first, and I was trying to understand. No. But you just meant no. dad's hanging out at the barbecue. No. Got it. So, the Johnstons decided to spend the night, and when they experienced the same aggressive behavior from the spirit... James grabbed his Bible and demanded out loud for the spirit to tell him who it was and what it wanted. There was no response. (laughs) Uh, But, reportedly, the rest of the night was pretty peaceful. All right. So, there's that. She just... (laughs) She said... She wanted a stern stern hand. She said, okay, Zaddy. That's exactly what you said. Okay, John. All Mm -hmm. right. Okay. You ain't like that other John. She's like, I'm going to come back to you. (laughs) I'll be back. Make a note of that. (laughs) So, the John. We do love, speaking on behalf of witches, we do do love a virtuous man. We love it. What does that have? Oh. It's captivating. Simply. I'm so confused. What does that have to do with what we were just talking about? Oh, he was like oh, super religious. He was the cri- oh, the religious yeah, man. He was okay. like, yeah, we love a virtuous man. I was like, wait. It's I was interesting thinking like, to us. It's captivating. I was thinking like, okay, never mind. It's I don't know fine. where I was going with that. Yeah. So, um, so the rest of the night was peaceful. So over time, the voice became much more distinct. It started reciting uh, more hymns and even quoting scripture and holding intelligent conversations. So eventually word got out about this entity. And was it, she having a podcast? I, she probably Can we was. hire her? <laughs> look, look, she From was singing hymns, time. you know, quoting things, and having intelligent conversations, all three, you know, which would be great for we podcasting. We could go have these. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool um, with it. I'm totally. Uh, I completely agree. So... Word got out about this entity, and eventually it reached the ears of Andrew Jackson. Now, I just kind of feel like Andrew must have been kind of like a spooky kid at heart, because when he initially heard about uh, this shit, he was like, let's go. (laughs) He was like, I need to know. Let's go right now. He's like, he was us about it. He, he was, was like, literally like, we bad. just fucking had a battle. Uh, let's go. <laughs> we're, wait, all right, we're done. We're done here. We're going to go to this fucking haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> we need to check out the haunt. Come on. Yes. So uh, Jackson pulls up with a few men, some horses, and a covered wagon. And when they reach the property line, the wagon stopped. Now, the horses were unable to pull the wagon any further. Interesting. 
After several minutes of trying to get the wagon to move, uh, Jackson gave up and exclaimed that this must be the work of the witch. Once he did that, a disembodied voice was heard giving them permission to pass and that it would see them all later that evening. <laughs> all right, I'll see yawns on a little later. She said, you know what? I'm going to come back for all you motherfuckers. Every last one of them. She said, let me get my hair right. <laughs> she get her hair right. Yes. So. One of the men, um, apparently, uh, that was in this little, like, group of men, <laughs> um, claimed, so they, they, they stay the night. of men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the witch tamer? Yes. I yeah. I my fucking I part. liked this story. It was great. Um, so they decided that they, Jackson's little squadron or whatever, decided that they were going to, um stay the night um and one of the guys decided that he was a witch tamer apparently which is a profession that i was not aware of (laughs) but sounds very interesting uh if if there are any out there who would like to try (laughs) um but basically he uh he was trying to have some sort of like interaction with the entity um and after a couple hours with basically no activity. Um, he, this witch tamer guy, pulled out a shiny pistol and proclaimed that the silver bullet inside it would kill any evil spirit that it came into contact with. And then he went on to say that uh, the reason nothing had happened to them was because whatever had been disturbing the bells was scared of his silver bullet. <laughs> Yeah. Which is interesting uh, claim to make. And I don't think that Kate uh, liked that very much. I don't think the Bell Witch liked that very much because immediately the man began screaming and was jerking his body in all different directions and complaining that he felt like he was being stuck with pins and beaten severely at the same time. Um, A strong, swift kick to the man's posterior region. Posterior. Um, a kick in the ass yeah she kicked him in the ass literally um and sent his ass out the front door she literally kicked him in the ass and and he like went out the front door amazing amazing an icon uh of course she's pretty pissed off right yeah um so she speaks up and announces that there was yet another fraud in Jackson's party, and that he would be identified and tormented the following evening. Um, so, basically, after that incident with the witch tamer, um, everybody wanted to fucking get out of Dodge. <laughs> They're like, bye. They were like, Let's bye. Go. I did not sign up for this when I joined the army. Like, no. no. Um, but Jackson was like, fucking about it. that's what i'm saying he was like yeah he was like nah we got to figure out who the other fraud is he <laughs> oh, was like yeah, a fraud too. what fuck that um so eventually everybody went outside to sleep in their tents but they kept begging jackson to leave um and it's not really clear whether they they stayed and the other fraud was exposed or um or what happened, but um, Jackson and the rest of the men were spotted in nearby Springfield early the next morning, presumably en route back to Nashville. So maybe they convinced him 
or well supposedly he was quoted as saying that he would rather fight the british in new orleans than have to fight the bell witch mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean which that's just a testament to the bell witch sounds i mean appropriate like honestly. she sounds like a baddie don't like, fuck don't fuck <laughs> with a witch man yeah so um so after that point and over time you remember little miss betsy Mm-hmm. Uh, she became interested in a man by the name of Joshua Gardner, uh, who lived not too far um, away from the family. And the parents, uh, the Bells, gave their blessing for them to marry. Um, and, you know, it was a pretty happy occasion. Um, but, you know, uh, apparently uh, our girl, she didn't like it too much. Um, supposedly, the witch uh, spoke to Betsy and essentially tried to tell her not to marry him several over. times over repeatedly and over and over apparently she didn't and like over. his ass she didn't like him she said you're not marrying that motherfucker did we ever figure out what was wrong with him why she didn't like him like what was he doing was he up to some bullshit because i feel like maybe he was up to some well, bullshit here's the thing here's where things get a little twisty for me um cuz i didn't really so all right anyway let's we'll get into that so, um, Betsy and Joshua's former school teacher oh, was Richard yeah. Powell. Okay, I remember um, that. And he apparently had a little thing thing for Betsy. You're a fucking pedophile, sir. Okay, but they weren't like it wasn't that big of a different an age difference. I mean, it. I'm just saying. Okay, he was only 11 years older than her. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't, I literally cannot judge that, so. Okay. <laughs> anyway. You can, um, if you want to judge yeah, it. well, I think that's a big I difference lost my between right to judge an it. 11-year-old and a 22-year-old, but anyway. Well, <laughs> but, but again, 11-year-old in like 1800s time. 36. It's true. Anyway. It's true, yeah. Um, God, you have to be older to make that work. hate us. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not advocating pedophilia. I'm just saying 11-year age difference. I was thinking about it in a different context. She's 11 years old. Yes, it's creepy. I was thinking about it from my own perspective, which I was not 11 years old. Well, I was just thinking school teacher, and I'm like, eh, like you've been teaching this little girl, and then like watching her as she... Again, I was involved with one of my friends. All right, all right. right, I just really can't judge the whole situation. All right, well, anyway, Mr. Richard... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he Mr. he had a thing for Mr. her Richard. for some time. Yeah, Mr. Richard did. And he had expressed interest in marrying her when she became older. Yeah, that's creepy. That's the creepy one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we made yeah. it there. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. So... <laughs> it's it's the marriage thing. Yeah. He's going to but... wait on you to get right. No. <laughs> no. No, you're not. Uh, uh, no. no. So, um... It hadn't been proven, but some people uh, actually claim that uh, Gardner was uh, a student of the occult. He was a Haunted Heart podcast listener. Um, but like I said, it was never No, been not proven. Gardner. Powell. Richard Powell. Sorry, Powell. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. You just said the wrong name. It's cool. <laughs> okay. I'm sure Twitter will call me out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the creepy teacher, the creepy older teacher guy, was a, was rumored to be a student of the mm-hmm. occult, but we don't have any hard Wasn't evidence. Proved. Um, he was secretly married to a woman um, in Nashville uh, by the name of Esther Scott, and so while he was at Red River, um, 
So he was married to a woman while he was expressing interest in this hidden his fucking student. So mm, anyway. Um, and so he's he had a been, cheating pedophile. He's a too. cheating bastard. Uh, and he had politely expressed his uh, disappointment when he found out that Betsy and Gardner had been, um, uh, in, or when they were engaged. Got it. So the subtext there is that potentially because There's he jealous. was rumored to be a student of the occult, that maybe he was cavorting with the Bell Witch to get her to tell Betsy. It's kind of actually like, high school like room and mill like when you like somebody and uh-huh. like you tell your best friend to go tell him that you like him and you want to date him and you shouldn't date anybody else but like you're too chicken shit to do it yourself yeah. and i didn't have um any like like i didn't get any of that so i would just go directly to the boy and be like i like you want to date and they'd be like really intimidated yeah and because nobody you're supposed to do the room and mill thing but yeah. i didn't um so <laughs> it was awkward so this continued. This the Bell Witch continued to harass them uh, to the point to where they just couldn't take it anymore. She's like, "Fuck this, I'm done. Like, I love you, but like my mental health, I cannot deal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just gonna step away." Um, I respect it, Betsy. You do you, girl. Take care of you. Yeah. So after she ended their engagement, um, the Bell Witch calmed her tits. Um, but still continue to express a huge dislike for her father, John Bell, and continue to vow to kill him. I'm going to kill that son of a bitch, is what she would say. Was there ever any, like, um, I don't want to use the word definitive because there's not, that's not really a good word to use when you're talking about a, um, an incident like this. Um, where you have a haunting, but was there ever any um, speculation as to why she hated John Bell so much? Like, yes, where that came from? Yep, there is, um, and we'll get into that a little bit. Okay. Um, when we talk about possible theories as to who or what this Bell Witch entity got it. Okay. Is. Got it. Um, so. Bell had unfortunately um, started experiencing uh, weird episodes where he was twitching in his face. Um, he couldn't swallow, and that happened for almost a year. Uh, and it just sort of uh, it got worse with time. And then by the fall of 1820, um, he had been sort of confined to the house due to such poor health. Mm. Um, and the entity apparently um, would torment him even then uh removing his shoes when he would try to walk slapping his face when he experienced seizures um and she could be heard in like this really just fucking loud ass witch voice um just cursing and chastising quote old jack bell um is what she would often call him supposedly um so unfortunately on december 20th 1820 uh john bell did die um, after slipping into a coma um, the day before, and immediately after his death, the family found a small vial. This is really weird. A small vial of unidentified liquid in the cupboard. John Bell Jr. gave some of it to the cat, and the cat died instantly. You fucking asshole. Yeah. John Bell Jr. Not cool. Fuck you. Fuck that dude. I'm going to haunt that dude. <laughs> For real. I hope that cat Until came back and haunted your day. ass. Anyway, I just had to get that off my chest because that was a dick move. Anyway. Damn, we had a dog and a cat. Yeah. Shit. So apparently the entity then spoke up um, and said, I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him. 
Uh, so John Jr. quickly threw the vial into the fireplace where it supposedly burst into a bright bluish flame and shot up the chimney. So, what do we say? Suspicious. Hmm. Yeah, I'm over here like, mm, how's his wife doing? <laughs> we, How's she feel? We check her out. How's she feel? How is she doing? So John Bell's funeral was one of the largest uh, held in um, that particular county of Tennessee. And so as their friends and family began to leave after the ceremony, they all heard uh, the entity laughing Um and she began singing songs about a bottle of brandy. And it is said that her singing didn't stop until the very last person left the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that after John Bell's death, um, the entity's presence was almost non-existent. Hmm. So with his, like, she sort of, like, calmed her tits finally after he died. A little bit. Hmm. A little bit. Interesting. Um, so... In April of 1821, the entity visited uh, John Bell's widow, Lucy, and told her that it would return for a visit in seven years. Which is Uh, weird to just show up and be like, hey, girl, I'm going (laughs) to see you in about seven years. It's kind of like us when we say uh, on our last episode in September, hey, we'll see you next week. (laughs) Hey, girl, we're going to see you next week. We Uh, meant the other week. No, no. The other week. Other week. Oh, no, no, no. Hey. We'll we'll show we'll see you a week. That's why whenever I leave a place, I'm like I'm see you when I see you. See you when I see you. That's, that's our that's our new sign off. <laughs> Fuck, stay spooky. It's see you when we see you. <laughs> we'll spook you when we spook you, girl. <laughs> uh, so the entity told her that it would be back in seven years, and uh, as promised in 1828, um, it did. Most of its visits apparently centered around John Bell Jr. Um, and apparently they discussed some, like, weird shit, like the origin of life, um, old ancient civilizations, Christianity. Oh, so um, they were having bar talk. They were having bar talk, Got yeah. Um, 3 a.m. <laughs> bar talk. Let's just ignore the I'm, fact I've that, bitch, you killed my father, <laughs> but I'm gonna, like, talk about God and life with you. Anyway, and what was really interesting was that apparently, um... Out of these conversations, they actually um, they had an actual an accurate prediction of the Civil War um, and various other events. So, pretty spooky there. Um, the entity said farewell after three weeks, promising to visit John Bell's most direct descendant in one hundred and seven years. Hmm. She has a thing with the number seven. She's into it. Uh so that year would have been 1935, and the closest living uh, direct descendant of John Bell at the time was a physician in Nashville by the name of Dr. Charles Bailey Bell. Um, and Dr. Bell himself wrote a book about the Bell Witch, but no follow-up was published, um, and he died in 1945, and I don't believe that he particularly had, like, uh, talked about any experiences that he had with the Bell Witch. Mm-hmm. Um. So this entity um, tormented the Bell family and the Red River in this Red River settlement for almost two hundred, um, almost two hundred years ago, um, and they a lot of people still say that they see these unexplainable like in, uh, manifestations and all of this that occurred near the old Bell farm uh, to this very day. They say that the faint sounds of people talking and children playing can be. 
um, heard in the area, and then it's also not uncommon to see candlelights dance through the fields uh, late at night. Oh, girl, that's just the Haunted Heart meetup. Bam! That's, that's just what us. We're saying. That's just us, girl. We just out here with our candles with intentions. Candles with intentions, yes. Um, so apparently, you if you try to take pictures, you get a lots of orb, um, lots of orb action going on, other phenomena. Um, and human-like figures and all of this stuff. Lots of creepy shit. Um, so, and the cause of their torment uh, sort of remains a mystery to this day. Mm. Um, and I guess that's sort of where we get into some of the theories about what this entity uh, was. Right. Um, but officially, there is no one theory that's like, that everybody agrees like the upon. Prevailing. There's no like one predominant theory. Yes. Got it. Um I some... think she was a mistress that John Bell had drowned in that Red River and she came back after life I mean, and tormented his who ass. Who knows? So a lot of people um say that obviously when you spoke of your poem or you mentioned the name Kate. So yeah. some people... That was something um, I found in a lot of my research. People just call her Kate. Kate, yeah. So... Yeah. I don't really know why. Well, part <laughs> just, of the story... But I like it because it's <laughs> my name. So part of the story goes that Kate was a neighbor um, of the Bells. And when John moved up and like purchased all of this farmland and all of this stuff, that he cheated her um, out of land. Oh, shit. Or out of her part of, of uh. land or something. that like he cheated her and wronged her. Huh. And she was um, super eccentric, apparently. And she eventually, um, you know, she died, whatnot. And so that's a theory. That this was a vengeful, you know, spirit um, of Kate, the neighbor. <laughs> Sounds plausible. Yeah, I could believe that. Um. That's sort of the main theory that everyone sort of, you know, um, uh, gravitates to. There's, you mentioned something about, um, like, that like awkward bit of abuse or something like that, like with the daughter. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there's some, I do believe there's some, like, rumors that circulate in that area as well about, like, what was going on behind closed doors. Um, I think there's some, like, incest rumors, if I'm not mistaken, that some people... Oh, that seems like a thing to just throw out like that. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, there was incest. Who knows? <laughs> just putting it out there. Um, personally... Are we sure there wasn't? Well, um, so, I mean, I don't know. Anyway... Um, personally, I hadn't read anything in the historical record though, that would make me say like, I mean, we're joking around or whatever, but I haven't read anything in the historical record that would make me, that would lead me to believe that John Bell was like abusing or like being incestual or maybe it was, maybe it was molestation, not incestual. Oh, just a molest. (laughs) Got it. Just a... Just a light bit of molest. That's no, good. no, 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 no. Um, no, my, I didn't. I just didn't take him to be that type of dude. You know, just I didn't either. I when didn't I was either. researching, he didn't come um, off as that type. He seemed like a pretty, 
a pretty decent dude who was who was pretty who was just kind of trying to provide for the family. Yeah, um so I personally sort of draw an eye to the neighbors actually. Mm-hmm. Um so I just think that it's um rather peculiar that like I don't know my eyes just draw to the name my I'm like I'm looking at the neighbors like you said that they were friends but like are you really friends was there something going on there uh and I just don't trust oh it. so you're saying that there may have been abuse but it maybe wasn't necessarily John Bell who was carrying out the abuse that maybe there were other that maybe the neighbors could have been suspicious characters as far as I just think the neighbors abusing? were suspicious characters. They're okay. Christians, okay? <laughs> well, you know, there's that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so you're thinking that maybe, like, some of the knocking and stuff could have been their neighbors, like, just being assholes or... Yeah. yeah I mean, I it mean... sounds like a cool-ass way to spend a Saturday, I'm going to be honest, especially in the 1800s. I mean, there ain't shit else to do. I mean, uh, no, there's not. You can't watch um, I, the Halloween movies on Amazon Prime. You just got to go create your own Halloween movie. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, no, I just don't... Um, it's just something when I was researching because they just talked about, like, how close, like, the families were. Um, I mean, just as a general rule of thumb, I just don't... Just don't trust your neighbors. That's all I'm saying. Don't trust your neighbors. Yeah, or your... Uh, creepy school teacher who may or may not be into the occult and possibly hey that motherfucker probably listened to this show though uh summoning a fucking uh witch demon who so he could you know get his little um his uh whatever it is that he wanted from little betsy i love that he instead of befriending someone close to her and trying to like persuade her with sweet niceties he just summoned a witch demon yeah, as that's true love. Don't even don't even really think a witch demon is actually a thing, but like it's cool. That that's true love. That's true love. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. So yeah, um, nobody really knows. Was it the neighbors? Is it the school teacher? Was it someone that he pissed off? Who knows? Again, I mean, I'm looking at the widow Lucy honestly though, because we didn't found the bottle of poison. A, a demon or a witch don't need to poison your ass. Awkward. Like, I mean. I mean, but it's true, though. Like, we gonna get you. To but, me, like, why would we need a, a very, cor- why would a an ethereal entity who's haunting this place need a very corporeal bottle of poison to kill the man? Mm-hmm. Just very interesting. I'm yeah. just saying. It, Do we yeah. have any descriptions, like any detailed descriptions of the widow Lucy at his funeral? No. Do we know if she was truly upset? Maybe she was crying like, you know, those fake YouTuber beauty guru tears. <laughs> Maybe she was pulling a Laura Lee on him. Oh, you you had to bring that up. That's pretty Maybe good. she did. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you what. The the Bell Witch sounds like a bad bitch to me. She do. She do. I like her. I'm into it. I'll keep an eye out for her ass in Nashville. 
Oh, yeah. Totally. Kind of makes me nervous, though. We ended up releasing this one a whole lot closer to my Nashville trip, so I'm kind of like, girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we going to be all right? <laughs> it's going to be and all I'm right. And I'm going to be there on the 27th. Oh. Ooh. The 27th at 7. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. I'll make sure I'm busy. So if any listeners want to come um, spend the night with me, um, protecting me from the from the fucking Bell Witch. From the Bell Witch. I just want to imagine like, I, I, I just sort of have this fantasy of like the Blair Witch and the Bell Witch. And like a face like, off? No, I was going to say more of like a cute little like, you know, coven. Do you think they would be besties or do you think they would be like frenemies? And they'd be like, oh. Ooh. Bell Witch versus the Blair Witch. Mm. Who would win? Let us know. Who do you think would win? The Bell I Witch or the like Blair the Witch? I feel like the Bell Witch would win. I don't know. That Blair Witch was, she was a nasty character. She was an evasive ass bitch. I, I appreciate a direct ass bitch who says, look, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and you know what? I'm coming back in seven years. And where's she at? On time. On time. Shows up yep. seven years later on the dot. That's true. Boom. But what happened to her after that when she said she was coming back in 100 and... 27 years. You know what? People don't have to tell everything that happens. Maybe he had a pleasant evening. Maybe he had the best night of his life. <laughs> he said, I ain't. <laughs> yeah. And then, he said, this night or, was just for me. Maybe that's the case. And maybe when that happened, she told him when she was coming back. And he said he was going to keep that little bit to himself. And you don't know when she's coming back. So there's that. I do want to say before we uh, begin to close out. Um, I do have to throw out a podcast recommendation for this. If you de- go listen to after you after you listen to us or before you listen to us, I don't really care. Southern Gothic did an amazing episode on the Bell Witch. Ooh, so really, yeah. Uh, oh, I haven't heard Brandon. This episode. Um, yeah, I had listened to it before um, when it had originally came out, and then re-listened to it like mm-hmm. after researching mm-hmm. um brandon does an amazing job just in general mm-hmm. but um i particularly love this episode and has production quality so amazing so she's a classy one i am it's not beneath me to tell you to go check out another podcast and i Fuck will yeah. tell you to check out southern gothic because his quality is fucking amazing check it out we love um the work that they do there so there yeah. you are. Definitely listen to it after you listen to our episode on it, though. So, I <laughs> yeah, mean, maybe. you said before maybe. or after. I, mean, I don't not really before. give a shit. I don't care. Oh, uh, I do. It ain't going we, we, we Go ahead and listen to him after, for sure. I don't care. Because um, we're going to let you down if you listen <laughs> to him first. <laughs> maybe. 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 So... Awesome. All well, right. Well, episode. it's in the books. Yeah. It's in the fucking books. I can't yeah. wait to switch over to uh, fucking GarageBand and find out that this episode was never recorded <laughs> or that it's just an hour of the Bell Witch screaming into your oh ear holes. But either Wouldn't way, be... I'm fucking releasing it. Wouldn't that be awful? It's going up, folks. Yeah. So here you go. What if we, we? I go back and I listen to it and I hear some fucking hymns in the background? I'm going to. Man, bitch, I would say thank you. Thank you, girl. Thank you for that production quality. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for doing that. Cutting out that static in the background. We appreciate you for that soundscaping, girl. We didn't already done set off our fire alarm once Uh in this episode. Shit. 
Fayo. Fayo. <laughs> yes, that is true. All right. Well, I guess it's time for me to tell you guys to make sure you're following us on all the social media. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast, following us on Twitter at The Haunted Heart so that you can correct our lives. Um <laughs> And uh, search for us on Facebook at the Haunted Heart Podcast. Um, if you would like our page, that would be fabulous. And we also have a closed Facebook group. We have some newbies on the Facebook group. So welcome to everybody who has joined recently. Um, and uh, as always, if you have story recommendations for us, um, Netflix and Kill recommendations for us, yes, that is still around. Um, email us at the Haunted Heart Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and I think that's it. Is that it? I'm rusty. If you want to fucking um, mail us any shit, since it's spooky season, we do have a P.O. Box. Um, it's P.O. Box 6047, Leesburg. It's L-E-E-S-B-U-R-G, Virginia, 20178. And you can send it to the Haunted Heart Podcast. Yeah, totally. And we will uh, be appreciative. And we will say thank you and send you many kisses and locks of our hair. Well, I don't know about that, but not that last part, girl. I'm not due for a haircut anytime soon. Yeah, but I might scoop you some next time. We'll see. You wake up in the morning and the bill witch has just cut all of your hair off. Fuck! Oh my god! You know what though? In a way, it would be liberating. But then you get up. You're freaked out at first, but then you get up and realize that she just gave you like a fucking fire ass like pixie cut. A fucking bomb ass pixie cut with the fade. Like she's looking good. Yeah, you got like and a, I'd she be got like, like a little. Thanks, girl. And maybe you've got like a little edgy undercut with some cool like line art going. Hell up on yeah! Like... Thanks, girl. <laughs> I'd be like, hey. Bell Witch just comes right on up and corrects everything about your life. <laughs> I need it. Come on, girl. Where yeah, you at? Come on now. Uh, but until next time. Until next time. You know what you got to do, folks? You got to stay spooky. Take care of yourself. <laughs>